Alright folks, today I am going to be talking about NCAA men's basketball, yeah, which is very different. Um, I've came across um, a lot of NBA talk in the past <clears throat> few weeks or so, and I would like to move it down a notch and talk how competitive it's going to get within the next couple of weeks for March Madness. Um before I start, I would like to tell you guys to like and subscribe my podcast. Um, and here we go. Um, well, we're going to start from the bottom. I'm here looking at the top 25 poll of the rankings. And boy, can I tell you that it has been quite a change from the preseason poll. Um I'm going to start from 25 Houston. Houston is sitting at 21 and 7. And quite frankly, I can't tell you much about Houston besides I have a pretty good friend that plays for Houston, which is kind of cool. And he um he tells me from time to time that, you know, being in that league in Houston is like it's a really big deal because it's one of the hardest leagues. And he's been telling me that, quite frankly, man, um, they're they're just hanging on to that 25th spot as they are right below Michigan State. Now, Michigan State is really good. Um, as you guys know, they have been quite contenders to the championship for the past about five out of six years. Um, but they're sitting at nineteen and nine. They just took a really big upset to Villanova and Tennessee last week, which had them on a three game losing streak. Um they have a really, really good players as far as I've been watching. Cassius Winston. They have a senior guard and he's highly projected to be drafted first round. This year in the NBA, um, Rocket Watts, he is a freshman that played with LaMelo Ball. Um, he's He's been coming in very hard off, off of his ankle injury, and he's been averaging about like 14 points since he's been back, which has been giving them a good push. They've been... Um, they're 11-3 at home, which is fairly good, but... Five and four away, so um, if they if they push out with these last two wins against Illinois and Syracuse, they could definitely make a run in the March Madness and end up making the tournament for sure. Um, who do we got next? That's high quality. Here we go. We got Michigan sitting at nineteenth. Same with Michigan State. Quite frankly, they're rivals. Um, they always have good talent. They pick up a lot of good bigs. Um, with they had a big loss with Jordan Poole. I was actually just watching him. He plays for the Warriors and he's been playing very well. Um, and he has been such a big loss for them because he. Uh, he was a really good defender. 
he um he provided a good oomph when it comes to you know the three point shot and being efficient and being a leader. Um, so they last year they ended off being second seed, and now they um they end off being. The 19th seed, I mean, well, I can't really say end off, but they're on the three-game leading streak, and they have not even 10 games left before March Madness. But they they always are pretty stacked. They got Matt Hodgman. That's a power forward. Um, They have Marco Bellinelli, which is really, really good players. They are... All Americans in the past past two years, so they've been very solid. Um, and we're gonna move up to BYU now. Wow, wow, wow! This is a shocker. Um, I've watched BYU play about like twice. I watched them play against Gonzaga last year, and all the Gonzaga fans could tell me was that BYU never beats Gonzaga and this and that and BYU is a bunch of nerds that can't play basketball. Well, let me tell you, I don't know if anyone's seen it last week, but BYU upset Gonzaga. And um, I I found it kind of funny. I wish I was at the game, but uh, they... There's this streak that's been going on, and it's been said that BYU gives they uh they give a an upset every three years, and for the past four times that they've played against each other, that's exactly how it's went. Like it's been twelve years, and every three years they've beat them and upset them, which is. Oh, so crazy. I mean, BYU, they can ball, though. They always play um, very good team ball. They have good size. They have a senior center that's going to be going to the NBA this year. Uh, they're sitting at 23-7. and seven. They, uh, They're also 14-1 and one at home, though. When it comes to being successful in the March Madness, it uh a lot of people might not think it means a lot, but it definitely does when it comes to just being comfortable in your home and you know building that that bond together, which makes teams play way better basketball than a team that doesn't you know can't protect home court first. Um, I think that'll definitely be a help. Against Gonzaga, because Gonzaga, before the upset, they were number two. So that's that's a really good look for BYU. They're rolling. They're on an eight-game win streak with that. So pretty proud of them so far. Also, we got uh, – they're sitting at 17th, by the way. I don't know if I added that, but they were 17th, and they were unranked before that one, which is – that's really good for them. Um, they're between the 10th seed through the 17th seed. I think it's, um, it's a pretty close call with any of them. Like BYU sitting at 23 and seven and Oregon is at rank 14th, which is three ranks higher than them. And they're 22 and seven, but 
it all makes a big difference when, you know, it's about the conference they play in. And obviously Oregon plays in a really tough conference, the Pac-12. Um, they have not lost at home yet. And I like Oregon a lot because they they have a team full of leaders. You can tell when they play against each other, they like they're really tight and they all know where each other are going and they have really good communication and Oregon's always a top notch team whether I mean it just goes for football, any sport, Oregon's always high in recruiting and they they pick up a lot of good players. Peyton Pritchard is on the watch for Pac twelve player of the year. He's the league uh, league leader in assists um he also is the career leader in assists at Oregon in all-time history which is great he's top 10 in scoring so he's pretty built for this tournament that he's been to four times you know so i could always Cast in my bet with them winning within the first few rounds for sure. Um, above them at 13, we got Seton Hall. Man, Miles um, Powell. This is a special team when it comes to um, scoring the ball. They average more than 110 points, which is outstanding. Um, they... They have the, I would call the best player in college basketball, Miles Powell. He's a magnificent scorer. He's been averaging 20-plus since he was a freshman. He's best friends with J.R. Smith, which is <laughs> gives a great idea of why he is such a great scorer. He can shoot the ball exceptionally well. He has a good handle, very aggressive can play on the both sides of the floor, and he's been leading Seton Hall very well. The only thing about Seton Hall, I'd have to say, is um, they don't have very good bigs. Their bigs are they they get in a lot of foul trouble, and they struggle with guarding seven foot over bigs, which is it can be fixed. Uh, obtaining the defensive scheme, but hey, that's why they're sitting at thirteenth, which is not bad. They could, they could be better. They could be in that top ten range if they would clean up some defense. But uh, another shocker is Kentucky. They've bounced around from anywhere from first to fifteenth to twentieth. They weren't ranked a few weeks ago, which is crazy because they took a upset to Auburn. And um their Kentucky's as well as every year. They you know, they're really young. Um and uh they they need they they're really good talented team, but when it comes to turnovers and taking care of the ball, that's what's gonna happen when it when you have a lot of young players, you know, so um when it I'm not very biased, but 
I'm not a Kentucky fan. Um, when I make my brackets, you'll notice that I always have them <laughs> taking an upset, which is unfortunate. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like to hear that because they're such Kentucky fans, but I I, I couldn't cast in my vote for them. At, they sit here ranked at number eight. They're 23-5. and five. They're on a seven-game win streak, so that's pretty good for them. Um... Uh, number seven, this is who I cast my vote in for winning the tournament. Um, we got number seven, Duke, here. Of course, ran by the greatest coach of all time, uh, Coach K. They are 23-5 and five right now. They lost their last game, and they're 13-2 and two at home. Duke is always high quality you could you know no matter how much you know who their roster is you can just always count on them um being one of the best teams in college basketball they set the tone for the highest energy they they have the most pub when it comes to recruiting because of coach k um you know just all around good good foundation when it comes to producing nba players because of the history behind them, they're just really good. Uh, they had a good rivalry a week ago against North Carolina, which is said to be the greatest rival of all time. Uh, they ended up pulling out a really good win. Trey Jones, the brother of Tyus Jones, um, led them back into a league that was they were they were down nine. With about a minute left, which sounds entirely impossible, they ended up squeezing back in, and Ty Jones hit the game winner, which is highly impressive. If you watched it, you would understand why he's such a great player, and he's just a dog. He's going to do really good if he enters into the draft like his brother. Um, So, Duke, he's great look. Uh, next we got number four, San Diego State. They just recently took their first loss of the season. They were sitting at twenty-seven and zero. Also have a really good friend that plays for San Diego State. Um, his name is Malachi Flynn. He's a starting point guard. He's really, really good. Uh, some people like to call him the next Stephen Curry. Could be, you know. Could be, couldn't be, uh, I'm not sure. But I can tell you one thing. He plays really good, uh, fine basketball player. He plays basketball the right way. Um, he's a playmate. He averages seven assists, so you can't really ask for much more from a point guard. They started off the season really hot, 27-0. and That's making history. I don't think they've ever done that. Um, they're sitting at fifth with the best record in the NCAA so far, uh, I watched the play. And he's um sorry he uh he played really well. Uh, San Diego State, so lucky to have such a good point guard facilitating. They also have really good core when it comes to having seniors and you know having experienced players that are built for you know being in the tournament. And, not having to worry about a freshman running the show. Um, 
So San Diego State is the real deal. I definitely count on them making some noise in the tournament. Along with number four, Dayton. Now, Dayton has the one of the top five picks in the draft, Obi Toppin. He uh he's very good. He's six nine, stretch, he can jump out of the gym. He has the most dunks in the NCAA this year. And if you if you just watched them, you would you would really know why they're so good. We would coincidentally my college basketball team here at Green River plays uh plays the same the same offense that they run. It's a continuity between ball screens and you can see a lot of slips and post ups when it comes to having a big guard play and it comes in handy. We were really successful with it when we started it. Um when we used Dayton's offense we we moved up to seven and three after we had lost six straight, so Dayton's really good. They're coached really well. They have a good flow when it comes to um uh you know, just ball movement in general and playing the right grand of basketball. Uh Obi Toppin, he's he's definitely on the lookout. He's high quality basketball player and I'm sure he could even play with NBA players today. Um obviously we got Gonzaga at number three. They have taken two losses and one of them were a heartbreaker to BYU as I just talked about earlier. Um I I really like Gonzaga because they're they're really well coached and quite frankly it's kinda cool to know that, you know, I go to Spokane a lot, so to know that they're so close, it sounds, you know, it's just really good to know that they're so successful every year. They've been top five seed for the past five, six years. And, you know, it's really good to know. Um, Anton, I played against him quite a few times. It's, he's a really good player. He's He plays good minutes for them. And just in general, they're very experienced. They're not very young. Um they lost some key players last year, but they they did really good in recruiting this year. Uh, man, Gonzaga is hell of a team. I would never count them out, uh, and I actually got them going to the Final Four this year. So stay tuned for my bracket that I'm gonna be publishing. Um, we we also got Kansas at number one, being ran by. Damian Dotson. Damian Dotson is extremely great point guard. He's on the lookout for being the big the Big Twelve player of the year. Um he was was very underlooked when it came to recruiting in high school because of his height. And um he he turned out to be one of the best point guards you could probably find. Clearly, if he's leading his team to be number one seed, um, Kansas, you know they're coached by Bell Self, so they're they're always hard nosed. They play really hard. They're really good when it comes to 
transitioning and, you know, moving the ball. They play really great team defense. They hustle. They they produce really solid, solid NBA players such as Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, and, you know, Thomas Robinson. Because of not because of how talented they are, but they they really do the little things when it comes to basketball, and that's that's really what it's about. Um, that that's a pretty solid look on the rankings. Um, I could definitely tell you more, but that's how that's. It doesn't get much better than this, man. That that's what I can say. Uh, March Madness is coming up, and I'm gonna be doing quite a few brackets and betting a good amount of money. So, you guys tuned in. Make sure you subscribe, and thank you for listening. Juice is loose podcast.